Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of the Lanes Podcast. On today's episode, guys, the playing's been done. First round has already started. The first four games have been done already, guys, too. So I'm just going to do my wrap-up of the playing. Also, my wrap-up of the first games of the first round. And then I'm also going to look about the rest of the playoffs. My predictions, as always. But guys, let's not waste any more time. Let's get straight into the show. Welcome to another episode of the Lanes Podcast. Alright guys, welcome back to another episode. Now, as we all know, the play-in has been play in has been finished. It's been completed. I think it kind of went to how I predicted it. You know, I, I had, I think, three out of the four correct, if I stand corrected. First one I'll get out of the way, and it's probably the most interesting one to talk about. The team that's probably had the most excitement winning that play-in tournament game. Minnesota Timberwolves versus the Clippers. Obviously, Minnesota got the win. I would just say... My, my, my two cents on it, I, I, look, I, I think it's, it is a success that Minnesota got in there. I didn't think that they were going to get in as the seventh seed. You know, they came in, they handled their business against the Clippers. I think that they're actually a much better team than what I really thought they were. I thought they were a team that's young, still still learning the kinks, you know, still learning how to play basketball together. But I think Chris Finch, their head coach, he's done a really, really good job. I think he's done a good job. I think that for them making the playoffs, it's good to get those young guys some playoff experience, you know, Cat has only been in one playoff series. Same with D'Angelo. Anthony uh, Edwards, sorry, he's not, has never been into the playoffs. So if you look at it, it's a success because, you know, they were one of the worst teams last year and then the year before, and now they're in the playoffs. I think they're actually starting to build really, really nicely. I think Pat Beverly is more, he, he he's more of a positive out off the court than he is on the court, I would say. Obviously, he does some pretty good things on the court. You know, he's a defensive player. He gets he gets into gets into it, and he's a, he's a very very hype hyper person. You know, he's a hyper personality, and it's infectious when you play with a player like that. But I actually think that he's done a really good job for them in the in the in the, oh, sorry in in the locker room. I would say, and just teaching them how to be pros, and just teaching them how to come at the game and, and approach the game different ways to be successful and a longevity player because he's been in the league for a long long time. So I actually really think that. Them making the playoffs is a is a success. Uh, I just want to say that like they they celebrated like they won the chip, and I thought at first I'm like this is a joke, this is a bit funny, but you know what? It's just, it is, they haven't been in the playoffs for a long, long time. I think the last time was with Jimmy, and then before that it was like 13 years. So yeah, it, I don't think I don't really have a problem with it. I think it's it was a bit like it's a bit like come on, like you've got, you want a playing game, like you've just made the playoffs. But saying that, if they're happy to do that and they're happy to have fun, I'm, I'm happy for that. I and I really think that. They're a team that I look. I'll talk about them a little bit later because they versed uh, Memphis Grizzlies today. But I think they're a team that's on the up, and they're a team that you know can look to be dangerous in the in the, in the coming years. Uh, we'll talk about the West the next game in there. And that was the, the the Pelicans versus the Spurs in the first round. Pelicans got the job done. I expected to do. I expected them to do what they did. I think that the Pelicans are a really really young team, and they're a really exciting team. And then we'll just move into obviously. Them versus the Clippers. I watched that game and I really, really was impressed with the Pelicans. Obviously, you know they had a bit of a scare and they they nearly lost it. But Brandon Ingram's been looking really, really good recently. I think the pickup of CJ McCollum is massive for them too. It really gives Brandon Ingram, you know, a player that you know he can he can go towards and and, and have absolute faith and trust. They have two really, really good rookies in Trey Murphy and Herbert Jones. Jonas has a really, really good job of protecting the paint and being a good five man for them. So I actually really like their team, and they have some good energy guys coming off that bench. 
So I actually like what they're about. I like everything about them. And for me, you know, the Clippers, I'll, I'll touch on them just a little bit. I don't think this is a unsuccessful season because if the play-in wasn't a thing, they would have been in the playoffs, right? So I, I think it's it's just the the, the it's just the it's the it's the nature of the beast. I, I think I got that saying wrong, but it's just it's the way it goes. Like you know, this play-in tournament. If you're if you're a ninth, tenth seed, you you love it. If you're a seventh, eighth seed, you don't like it because you know the regular season. You should be rewarded on the regular season. Like if you're the seventh or eighth best team. I think I think you should just be in straight away. Do I like it? I don't know if I like it to be quite honest. I have I don't think I'm super sold on it. I think the only reason they did it is because it gives them more money. It gives them a little bit more. I would say like it just gives them a little bit more publicity. But I actually I'm not a massive massive fan of it. I think you know there's two there's two ways to think about it. It's like oh well the seven and eight said they're the best team in the regular season. But if a team like the Pelicans can win it and make it into the playoffs, so they actually technically would be. The, that out of the four, two of that four best teams that's in that plane. So it actually works both ways. Like you can say, you know what? No, just because they started off poor doesn't mean they're better than any team, any other team. So I I, I, I don't know how to take it. Um, I just want to say my, my, my take on the Pelicans, no matter what happens with them, I think they'll probably get swept or they'll win one game. But I think the Pelicans are one of the most successful teams this season. And it's not because... Because it, but and it's not based on their record because they were they were under five hundred, but they were able to make the playoffs without Zion. We, if you don't remember, you know October seems like a long time ago. A lot of speculation of, of what's he going to be like. Does he want to be at the Pelicans? Has he played his last game for the Pelicans? David Griffin lets lets Lonzo walk. Trades. He trades one of their best players and Drew Holiday. Is he going to get? Is he going to get fired? And he's, he's come in, he's done a really, really good trade, and he's, he's molded this team. And I think Willie Green, he's going to be a really, really, really good coach in the coming years. He's had a really, really good apprenticeship with Golden State and Phoenix. He's learned on the really, really smart coaches. And I actually think that they're going to be a really, really strong team. I don't know how good they'll be. You know, obviously Zion will come back into the mold there. And you look at that team, you're Zion, CJ, Brandon Ingram, that's a, that's a that's a pretty good, you know, it's not a massive big three star-wise, but... You know, Brandon Ingram's been an all-star. CJ's been hovering there for a long, long time. Zion's an all-star. He's been, he, he was, you know, last year an all-star. So they have some really, really good pieces. You know, they have some good role players. I, I actually like their team. And I think if they start to win a little bit more, they can start to get maybe some players to come down there because I think that they're going to be an interesting team. So I actually think, just going on, my, on, on a tangent there, I think they're one of the most successful teams this season. I, I think that, you know, I think they're a really, really successful team and I think they're not going to beat Phoenix. Like, no one's going to beat Phoenix in the first round, I think. But I don't think anyone would beat Phoenix right now. But I just think that they're going to do it. They're going to have, you know, they're going to be well prepared. And they kind of match up kind of decent against them because, you know, JV and, and, and DeAndre Ayton, you know, obviously, you know, Devin Booker's a problem and Chris Paul's a problem. But I think they don't they don't match up terrible. And, and then they're going to be young, hungry, fast, and they're going to have some confidence. You know, they, they won two out of those two playing games. So they're going to have confidence. So I'll, I'll touch a little bit more on them too. But, you know, obviously with them versus Phoenix in the coming podcasts. But, yeah, I actually think that uh, the New Orleans Pelicans, successful season for me. I have them really, really successful. And I'm actually really happy with what how, how, how their season has transpired. Now I'll move on to the East. We had our 7v8 seed, Brooklyn Nets versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. Brooklyn got the job down. Now, Brooklyn looked really, really strong for a, you know, a long period of that game. But then Cleveland, man, they just came back and they, they hustled and they worked hard and 
they're, they're everything you want in a team, in a young team, that they just don't give up and they keep going. You know, they didn't have Jarrett Allen. They still don't have Colin Sexton. And I, I, I just think that it's it's so hard because obviously, you know, they, they went on, you know, there's not a lot of talk about Brooklyn. They got the job done. They needed to do what they needed to do. I just still think that, you know, and I'll, we'll touch about Cleveland and Atlanta, you know, Atlanta obviously got the chocolates there. Atlanta beat them. And it's, you know, it's it's really hard for Cleveland because I actually, you know, this is where you know, this play on's tough, play-in's tough because I think that they're, when healthy, they were better than Atlanta this season. You know, they were just better. And I really, really liked everything about them. They had a winning record for the first time since LeBron's been there. I just think that Cleveland, this is a successful season, no matter that you didn't make the playoffs. I think you still technically should have been in there because, I, I, look, I'm still not a fan of this play-in. I'm not sold on it. But I think they did a really, really good job. I think they're going to be a team in the coming years that's going to be really, really fun, a really good league pass team to watch. And I just am happy with how their tra- how their season went. I think JB Bickerstaff, he'll be in contention for coach of the year possibly. I don't believe he'll get it. I'll, I'll, I'll obviously go to my pick for that later in one of the next podcasts coming up. But I'm just really happy to see a young team like Cleveland, who I didn't even think that would have made the playoffs. They should have been in the playoffs. They were one of the best eight teams in the Eastern Conference, and they actually deserve it. They just got out. They got, they got out. They just got outplayed one game. But Jarrett Allen wasn't fully healthy. You know, they just they weren't fully healthy, and it, it, it is really really tough for them. But on the flip side, we'll talk about Atlanta. They got the job done first game against Charlotte. Charlotte looked horrible. I'm sorry, Charlotte. You you are you are you are going to. I want to talk about this, but I'll talk a little bit, a little bit later. But I'll talk about it now. If you don't get LaMelo Ball help, I don't see him being there for a long, long time. I think that's that's not even a hot take for me. Some people might think it's super hot or, or you know, he really likes Charlotte, this, that. He, they got Miles, who I really like. I think he can be a good player. But they got to go out and get a really good big. they got to go out and get a really good big. And they got to go out and get some defensive stoppers. Because they got a players that can score the ball, but they don't have a lot of defensive stoppers. And they got absolutely smoked on defense on the defensive end last game. They gave up way too many points for an Atlanta team that has been up and down this season, to say the very least. I didn't like what I saw from Charlotte. Wasn't a fan of it. I think the Mellow Ball is a is a really, really good player. I think he can be a franchise player. He's box office. I think most teams would take him in a heartbeat. So Charlotte, don't 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 let this happen where you don't you just fumble the bag here. Because I could see him leaving and going to another team. Easily. Easily, I could see him going to, to a New York Knicks and being that box office, box office that he wants to be, or going to the Lakers, or going to the Clippers. So if I'm if I'm if I'm the Charlotte Hornets, I'm going out and I'm getting a really really strong center that can play with him. I think someone like a Clint Capella would be a nice piece for him. You see how good he is with Trey Young. Try to get a player like him. I would go out and get defensive stoppers. I don't know if him if Lamelo and Terry is the backcourt of the future. I love Terry Rozier as a player, but I just don't know. I would go out and get a defensive stopper who can give who can give you a lot of really good energy on that defensive end. You know, I don't know who they're going to go out and get, but I think they need to go get some wings that can play defense. I obviously keep Miles now. Not having Gordon Haywood there, yes, it hurts them, but I still don't think they would have won against Atlanta. I really don't believe that, and I just think that they need to go out and get players that's going to fit and mold the mellow. Because when the mellow plays good, Charlotte plays good. When the mellow doesn't, they kind of struggle. But in saying that. He's their go. He's he's everything that's great with the Charlotte Hornets. So I think don't waste it, Charlotte. You know what you can do here. If I were you, go out get defensive stoppers. Go out get, get go out and get players that can just fit with Lamelo because Lamelo's a really really nice piece, guys. I really rate him. But talk about Atlanta. Atlanta, yes, beat Charlotte. Obviously got the job done against Cleveland. 
Trey Young had about like five to six points in the first half and then like had 32 in the second half. He he is a guy that he will definitely, definitely, definitely be, I, I reckon, if not, geez, he might, I don't think he'd be, I don't think he's first all NBA, like I wouldn't pick him, but I wouldn't be shocked if he gets it because just based on his stats and what he's done this season, he's tough, man. He's super tough. Like he's done a really, really good job. I think Atlanta, you know, they should have been in the playoffs in the first place. You know, they last year they made the, the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, how can you go from that good to that average? It, it does. It might just show you that last season they got a really, really favorable schedule, favorable draw, and I just think that I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't think that they're they're all that. I think they're they're fake. Like they're not. They're not contenders. They're pretenders. That's that. Like that's my opinion. Like that's my opinion there. Like that's. I just don't see them. You know, getting really through there. But that that's the plane tournament done. I, I think it's still up in the air. I'm not a massive fan on it. I'm not super sold on it, guys. I think, you know, if the plane wasn't there, I wouldn't be angry. But it does give you a little bit of a more... It does give a little bit of entertainment, a little bit more juice before going into the playoffs, which is always good to see. You know, but I just... I don't know. I think you should be rewarded on the regular season. You know, what happens if, like, they were to do, like, all right, you know, the players are in. We'll do the first V4 seed. You know, what don't we do a 1v4, 1v4, 2v3, whoever wins the 1v4 doesn't have to play in the second round. You know, like, it's just like, what's the point? Like, what's the point? I don't get it. Like, it's just, I don't don't know. I think it can be scrapped. And I wouldn't wouldn't be shocked to see it get scrapped in the coming years because I know LeBron's not a fan of it. But he would have been a fan of it if they made the the 9th or 10th seed because they would have given him a chance. So it's all dependent on who, like, where you fall. But that's my playing for there. We obviously had games today, guys. We had the first couple games of the first round. We had the first game that I'm going to talk about, Memphis Grizzlies versus Minnesota Timberwolves. I was I was pretty shocked to see Minnesota win this. I, I think that Minnesota look, they're doing they're doing a lot of good things here and they're they're a talented team. And I actually saw Shaq and Charles Barkley go out and pick Minnesota to win this win this series. Um I don't see it. I don't see it. I think this isn't this isn't panic stations for Memphis. I give I give uh, Minnesota kudos, but I think Memphis is gonna come in locked in here. I think they're gonna get the job done. I really think they're going to do some really strong things here. I think it's going to be, you know, panic stations for, for, for Minnesota, to be quite honest. Because I see Ja Morant coming in and being really, really energetic next game. I think they're going to come in. They're going to say, you know what? We can get beaten. We can get beaten. But I don't think that Minnesota is going to beat them. in four. I don't think they can beat them three more times. I really don't see them beating them three more times. So I think if you're a Memphis fan, and you know how high I am on Memphis, I'm a really, really really big supporter of Memphis and I'm a big believer in what they're doing and I, I think that they're going to go out and get the job done next game pardon me and they're going to show why they've been the second seed and why they've been the second best team in the Western Conference for this whole season so I'm really really excited to see this series and it also has a little bit of extra flair extra juice into it which is always good you know I, I, I like seeing that I like seeing that they, you know they're really getting into it and they're really having a little bit of you know extra extra oomph I would say you know it's, it's just cool it's cool so I, I think that, you know, don't be worried if you're Memphis, if you're a Memphis fan. And if you're Minnesota, look, you, you stop one game. If you still want more, you never know. I still have Memphis winning this. I would go six games at most. I think they're really going to win four out of the next five or they'll win the next four. So that's just my opinion. I just think they're too much of a, of a team and they're, 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 too, they're too well coached, and, but they're too more, they're too, 
they have their culture so good that I don't think one game is going to let them crack. So I think that that for me, I'm not too stressed. Next game, I'll talk about. I'll talk about the the Jazz and the Mavericks. Now look, Luka Doncic, he is the heartbeat for this team. He is the brain for this team. He is basically everything for this team. Without Luka, I'm sorry. I could definitely see. Definitely see that they get it. They, they that they could get. I reckon they could get they could get uh, swept swept. That was the word I was looking for. Sorry, I think they could get swept without Luca. I don't think he's going to miss all games. But yeah, I'm just not. I just don't see it. Now, in saying that, they only lost by six points. So like, it's it's not a bad thing. But if look, if if Utah still this next game, there's your home court advantage gone. It's gone. And you know, we don't just don't know how 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 bad this is this is going to hurt Luca. Like you just you know you don't know. So I really think that Luca needs to come back next game. Otherwise, I think it's going to be done because then, look, I don't know. It just depends when Luca comes back because I thought that Mount Dallas were going to really give it to to Utah. I thought they were going to expose them, expose them why they're not going to, you know, why they wouldn't win in the playoffs, and I thought they'd kill them. But in saying that, Dallas they did, they shit, they shared a lot of it. You know, the points you look at, you know, they only played eight players, but. You know, Reggie Bullock, 15. Dorian Finney-Smith, 14. Jalen Brunson, who I'm a big, big fan of. I think he's a really, really good player. 24. Dinwiddie, 22. You know, Dwight Powell only had four points, but he had, you know, he, he he's a great player. He's a great defensive player. He does his job. You know, his plus-minus was a nine. You know, he was he had the best plus-minus out of all their starters. You know, so that's that's a good thing. Maxi Kleber off the bench, 10 points. You know, David Post has only four points. And Jalen... Josh Green didn't have any points, but you know he came in and, he, and he'd give you a lot of energy. He'd give you a lot of energy and a lot of hustle. So I, I think that if Luca comes back next game, they have to win it. It's a must win. It's a must win for them, but it's also a must win for Utah because if Luca doesn't come back and Utah drop a game without Luca, and he comes back and if he's eighty percent, they they beat Utah. They definitely beat Utah, and I think they beat Utah in strengths like like say Luca doesn't come back. I think they just go on and they beat him. They'd beat him in four games. But if Luca doesn't come back and Luca doesn't look, you know, what he's like, if Luca looks what he was if Luca looks like the player he was playing at the start of the season when he was a bit unfit, he was a bit, you know, not into it yet, they'll get beaten. They'll definitely get beaten. But, you know, it's still up in the air. I I, I still want I, I still I'll still say Dallas because it gave me encouraging signs, even though they didn't win by a lot today. But no Luca, the Mavs cannot win. They cannot win without Luca. I don't think that's a big hot take. That's not a hot take at all, but it's just tough for them. So I'll move on to them. Next game, I'll talk about the Raptors and the Sixers. Yes, Philadelphia got the job done by 20. I still think the, the Raptors are, are still in prime position to steal this series. I'm not, I'm not super, super worried about them. I think, obviously, Philadelphia should be the favorites, but I'm, I'm liking, I still, I don't know, I still like... I still like Toronto. I still like Toronto a lot. I still think that they can do it. You know, you look at it, Philadelphia, the main person I'm going to talk about here, James Harden. Now he had 22, 14, 5, right? 6 of 17 from the field though, so 35%. 4 of 7 from three point, which is good. You know, he only got to the free front line seven times. So I actually think they didn't do a bad job on him. Obviously, his assists is what really stands out to me. Getting 14 assists is really, really good. It's perfect. Joel had 19 and 15. You know, he didn't he didn't dominate as much as he could have, I reckon. But I actually am still thinking that, you know, I still just I still think that the, the that Toronto can get this done. You know, 
24 for Pascal, 18 for Fred, 20 for OG, 15 for Scotty Barnes, 9 for Gary Trent. You know, 111 points, that should get you a win, I reckon, but not living up 131. So I think that Nick Nurse, one of the greatest coaches in the league right now, I think he'll make some adjustments. I think they'll be okay. I think that they're going to be really, really fine. I still think that I, th- I still, I still think they'll win because I'm not sold on this whole Philadelphia team. You know, especially when they go up to Toronto, it's a different environment. I think they'll still win. But in saying that, James Harden, who I'm skeptical on, didn't have a great game. Joel Embiid didn't have a great stats game, and they won. So if you're a Philadelphia fan, you won and you need to play great. Okay, and then you look at it, Toronto they had pretty share, even sharing scoring. You know, so that's that's a positive for them, but they couldn't get the win. So, I don't know. I still think Toronto's going to be okay, but I still think Toronto's going to be okay. I think next game they beat them. I think next game, you know, they kind of did a job on Joel and James. You know, Tyrese went off, which is Tyrese Maxey, sorry, if you don't know who Tyrese is. Tyrese Maxey went off. He had 38 points. He, he was the clear-cut best player on that court. 14 of 21, 5 of 8 from 3-point. You know, 5 for 5 for free throws. Plus minus of a 20, plus minus. Did a great job. Did a really, really good job. So I think, you know, that's that's where that's where Philadelphia need their others. And look, Tobias Harris. Another great game from him. You know, I didn't think he could do it, but he had a great game. Twenty six points. You know, good on him. Good job. I still need to see it for the whole season series though. You know, because they shut down Joel and they shut down James. But I just still need to see can the others do this? And like when I say others, can Tyrese, can Tobias do this consistently? If they can do it consistently, they'll get him out of jail and Philadelphia will win. But I still need to see it. I still need to see it. I still need to see it. So I move on to the next game. Next game, Golden State versus Denver. I'm telling you, I was right about the Golden State Warriors this upcoming season. They will. One game. I'm overreacting, of course. Overreacting, but they will win the they will win this series, but they will win the next series, whoever they verse out of, out of Memphis and, and Minnesota. Because I just think that they're they're starting to really, really prime. They're starting to really, really prime. Like you look at their stats, you know, Jordan Poole, talk about him first. Thirty piece. Doing a really, really good job here. You know, he's he he's looking really, really nice here. Really nice. And you know what the best thing about it? They didn't even start Steph. Didn't start Steph. They won without starting Steph. Their best player. Their best player they didn't even start. Like that just shows you how good they are as as a group. But it also shows you the confidence and the faith that this team has in each other. You know, Steph would have said, no, nah, start, start Jordan, start, start Wiggs, start Clay over me. You know, they can get the job done and then I can come on, I can do my role. You know, Steph had sixteen points, not not as not as much as he usually does, you know, didn't have a great shooting game, but Whenever he has the ball, he's dangerous, you know, and you have to always, always be ready. So I, I, I yeah, look, I'm happy with this Golden State team. The only thing, thing for me is they're not huge, they're not big, but I still think that they're going to get this job done. I still think they're going to get this job done. You look at it, Otto Porter, he's giving you good minutes. Gary Payton, he's giving you good minutes. Bielitsa can't play a lick of D, but he's going to give you some some solid minutes. And Iggy, he played he played more minutes than Jonathan Kaminga, Damian Lee, Moses Moody combined. You know, so he's he's starting to get back into it, and he, he's just he's, he's starting to prime. I still don't think it's going to be a massive thing for him, but a massive piece like he could end very very well end up being. But I just think that yeah, this Golden State team they're too tough. They're too tough. They're going to be too tough for a, a lot of teams. Move on to the to the to to the Denver part of it. 
it's hard, man. It's hard. Like it pains me to say it because Nikola Jokic is is one of my favorite players ever. But man, he just doesn't have as much help as he should and as he usually would. And if he did, they'd be a top four seed in in the West. I I I, I believe that that they'd, they'd be better than Dallas. I would say you know with with a healthy Jamal and a healthy Michael Porter Jr. But yeah, I just don't, I just don't see him. I think they might win two games best. Best, you know, if it goes seven, that's a success for them. I think, you know, I'm still, I still think Mike Malone's a great coach, but yeah, it's going to be really, really tough. It's going to be really, really tough, and the scoreline doesn't actually determine how, how good. Like, like Golden State were up in the fourth quarter by 25, 26 at the start, you know. So that's shows you they can get the job done, you know. And that's and that's for me is it just shows you like the reason why I was so high on Golden State because they do it by committee and they just know how to get it done. And I just you can't knock a champion. You really, really can't. You really can't. That's that's my last saying. Look, I know I'm a bias for Golden State. I'm a big fan of everything they do, but yeah. They're going to go to the conference finals. Lock it in, Eddie. Lock it in. But guys, that's today's episode. Just did it by playing, you know, everything about that. First round of the playoffs. You know, next game's coming up. Going to be a really, really good one. Game of the week. Sorry, the game of the day tomorrow. Sorry, today you'll be hearing this when this drops. Game of today, I will say... For me, if I if I could only watch one game, it would be Brooklyn Boston. I think that's going to be a really really good series. You already you already have my predictions. I think I might flip flop on that. I think I might go Boston to win this series. I actually really do. I think they're 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 the better team right now. They play better defense. I think Boston can get them. I wouldn't be shocked who ever wins it because you know Katie and Kyrie. That's tough. But I wouldn't be shocked. I think that's going to be a really really good game. I'll go Boston gets the first win. And if they get the second win, game series will be done. They'll, they'll, they'll beat them. But if they split it, Brooklyn, still up in the air for me. But that's my game of the week for tomorrow. I, I, I'm look. Watch, watch, just watch what, watch what Boston do, and then you'll really see why a lot of pe- people have them winning this series because they're still the favourites right now in that betting. They're still the favourites in the betting. But guys, that's today's episode. Obviously, you'll hear how to hear. You'll hear how to support us on our socials. But guys, just share it. Honestly, please. I know I don't. I don't ask for a lot, but if you share it, it goes a long way. It helps build it. Uh, and also, look, there's going to be some really, really cool stuff coming up too. So I think you guys are really, really going to be happy to see this different content. But guys, thank you for listening. Make sure you have a great day. You're obviously here how to hear how to hear us in the outro. But thank you, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Lanes Podcast. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe all the content that's coming your way. Hit us up on Instagram at lanesmedia underscore all under capitalized letters. Thanks for listening, guys. But most importantly, have a great day.